Gab and Jam, episode 308. And what are we talking about today? All right, so the question is, who wants to be a one-hit wonder? And I'm talking specifically to our DIY rock stars. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a silly question, I'm not sure. But we're celebrating One Hit Wonder Day, which is September 25th. It was established in 1990 by music journalist Steve Rosen. Okay. And it was intended to remember artists whose five minutes of fame, once upon a time, have left left us their song as our memory. Kind okay. of the soundtrack of our life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, uh, aha. Yeah. So, there is an entire list. And actually, I'm going to bring it up. Let's see. Come on, honey. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Chrome. So, yeah, they got a hundred folks on the list. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's the top 100. Some of them, they don't even have links on this list, but we'll put... I don't know if that's right about that. I just saw Billy Paul on that list. I might have to take... Uh... Uh, well, this is VH1, but yeah. yes. All right. Yeah, yeah Billy Paul. Well, yeah, yeah. I, 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 Jones. Yeah, I don't know. Big country. All right. So, a couple things. What we wanted to talk about was... Let me go back up. Um, oh yeah. So all of this prompted us to ask, um, who wants to be a one hit wonder? Cause I know when, when you were younger, you had a different view of it and now yeah. that you're older, have a different perspective. So do you want to share what your perspective was? When you yeah. Were- I mean, it, it's like right now that I'm, I'm at a point, I wouldn't mind being a one hit wonder that, that okay. to me, to me, I, I think maybe, uh, we tend to, uh, think it's easy or, okay. or we Maybe easy is not the right word, but I think sometimes we underestimate, I guess, what it takes to have a hit song. Okay. okay. You know, right. I mean, I like because that. we look at artists who are established, who have had tons of hits. Right. And But we don't look at them, I think, proportionally. So we what don't do look mean? at them thinking about the number of songs that are released, mm-hmm. even back in the day when the majors were putting out songs. So of the songs that they might of the artists that they might have signed to a label Mm -hmm. you know how many artists that they have signed to a label that you just never heard of Mm -hmm. got record Mm -hmm. deals you never heard of them from whatever record deal that they had you know um so it's just like i think johnny gill was saying that he had a record out when he was like 14 15 or 17 he had a record deal at that time he had they had released records on him at that time i had never heard of him right yeah i hadn't really heard of him until he got with new edition right right? Mm -hmm. you know but had had other things happen. I think about Marcus Miller. Marcus Miller had a solo record where he was singing oh, and yeah, things like that. And that. I'm saying that and I never heard of it. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, definitely they, not he a did real one right. with the Jamaica Boys. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, I never really heard anything. Yeah. Of. And Fiddler, you yeah. know, had like a deal with Electra. Yeah. You know, came out that never, never heard. There's, there's a ton of artists. Like I think people don't know that control was not Janet Jackson's first album. Right. It was her third album. Yeah. yeah right. She yeah, had two yeah. albums before that. Right. You know, that really didn't do much of right. anything. Mm-hmm. So and she's a major person. So right. right. So so a lot of people don't get that yeah. second, you know, bite at the apple. Yeah. You know, once that yeah. thing happens for yeah. them, you know, I mean and, and we've had friends, you know, yeah. that, that had a record label uh, label deal. deals. Yeah. You know, good songwriters, all yeah. the rights, this kind of stuff. Songs come out, label, you know, puts out their record. And, and then and then I guess for a couple of hours, it was local hits, but yeah. I don't know if it ever made it on a national chart. No, that, but I'm just saying, yeah. but did not do it nationally. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, so we, we've seen this yeah. happen yeah. Time, time and time again. 
and it has nothing to do with the talent or the lack of talent of the artist or anything right. like yeah. that. Right. So to me, when you think about someone, you think about the knack with my Sharona, you think about Tommy Two Tone with Eight Six Seven Five Three Zero Nine Jenny, yeah. and some of these songs that we know that are part of kind of our national lexicon. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. To get something like that, yeah. to have something happen like that. So to the extent that you have a viral moment mm-hmm. with whatever song that you do, I think you have to relish it. I think you have to have it in perspective. Yeah. You know, meaning yeah. that, you know, I mean, it, and that's up to you what perspective you want to give it, you yeah. know, because maybe some people, some people have been able to make a career out of, yeah. of a one hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, so I, I think of like, you know, we're friends with Eddie Floyd Jr. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know his father had a big hit with Knock on Wood, right? And he made a, you know, career out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so I, I don't belittle that. Yeah. You know, to yeah. me, you know, to have a song like that, yeah. that, you know, endures over time. Yeah. And, and 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 people still are singing it. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's a magic. That's a that's a magical moment to have. You yeah. know, I mean, and Eddie Floyd probably had other hits, but I'm saying that he's definitely most known for that. One. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have some folks on here who they don't even have a link because I mean I don't know right. David Norton making it. And we do know Mary Jane girls in my house. They don't even have the link for it. Yeah, but but then there's other things too. It's like you know, depending on who the artist is. Like, like I was just saying about, you know, uh, Billy Paul. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I had, wait a minute, I know War of the Gods. Right. I know the whole town's talking. talking I know, yeah. you know, so so when they kind of say that he just had that, like, ah, you know, so sometimes yeah. it might be proportionally. It's kind of like right. what we were talking about before mm-hmm. uh, with like a Taylor Swift versus a Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, that people who are in like minority communities, mm-hmm. you know, might not know. Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but everybody knows Michael Jackson. Right, no you matter know? what uh, right. community you're so, in, white so or black. Yeah. When I, so when they're looking at a Every black artist, a lot of time, especially at that particular point in time, it's not as much like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I think black artists don't necessarily have to cross over anymore. But back in the day, a black artist had to cross over. Yeah. So you would have there are certain people who were kind of like people, Bryson you know, might be a person who is probably more black famous <laughs> right. than anything else. You know, I, I think it, it, it's Eric Benet. He, yeah. he's, he's more black famous. Probably Van Hunt. You know. I don't know. I don't well, know. Van Hunt have, a little odd, but. Yeah, but, but I'm saying that I don't think Van Hunt ever established himself on black radio. No, but and I mean, then cross, that's, that's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, so you said Dustin Nguyen was more of a crossover. Yeah, because I heard Dustin Nguyen on like VH1. Okay. And I, I didn't hear it like on BT. Okay. The first place I heard it right. was like MTV. Yeah. So, so to me, it, it's it's like Living Color. Living mm-hmm. Color wasn't that type of group right, right. That's because you know they you know their first record came out that way. But yeah. like Prince started off being black famous. So yeah. you know, like I want to be a lover. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it might have done some things on the pop charts, yeah. but it was really you know a number one R and B thing. And so it was like up until Prince. Did con- I mean um 1999? Mm-hmm. Did he start to really legitimately cross Crossover. over? Okay. And understand too, when 1999 first came out, uh, it was only a black record, and so it it did marginally well on the pop charts. They re-released it after Lil Red Corvette. Okay. So Lil Red Corvette came out, 
and they had the video and it played on MTV. It was a hit. And then they re-released mm -hmm. 1999 as a single. And then it did well because he crossed over. Right. And so you used to have that with black artists, but you don't have that anymore with black artists, you know. So yeah. so that that might kind of skew some of these yeah, parts looking true. at them as one hit. This is supposed to be the top for according to VH1, top 100 of all time. Right. Again, I, we'll put the link below so that you can look at it yourself. Yeah. Um, and of course, like you said, I guess for most even DIY rock stars or it, especially nowadays everybody wants to go viral so obviously it seems like most people want to be at least a one-hit wonder because you go viral and it and it takes you someplace yeah then you have done you know it, that that like you say is a major feat it, it is are, are actually seeking that yeah so and I, and I think that's the toughest part about being a one-hit wonder uh, would be, I think, you know, how do you deal with it? Yeah. You know, do you chase the moment? Right. Do you, you know, are you constantly trying to replicate that? Yeah. Or do you kind of allow yourself to subside into some, oh, uh, you know, let me think about like somebody like a Bobby McFerrin. Okay. So Bobby McFerrin had that big hit with Don't Worry, Be yeah, Happy, yeah. right? You know, and, you know, and it was top of the charts yeah. and all the rest of this kind of stuff. And then Bobby McFerrin went on to do what Bobby McFerrin does. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I mean? He just stayed the type of artist right. he yeah. was, and that's it. And so that became a blip on the screen. Yeah. But we, he's still known as this jazz right. artist, mm -hmm. vocalist right. that he's always been, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's, that's one way of kind of dealing with yeah. it. Yeah. Especially when it's something where it's along the line of what you always do anyway. Right, yeah. And it right. just happens to hit. You know, I, I think that would be... If it was to happen to me, I guess that would be the best way. Yeah. So just keep keep it, stay in your lane. Yeah. So the number one on the list, which was surprising to me, was Los Del Rio's Macarena. Is no. at the number one spot, right? Yeah. But the most surprising entry to me is AHA's Take On Me is at number eight. Yeah. And we hear it everywhere now. Yeah, we do. And people are, you know, are uh, doing sound alikes. Uh, I'm going to say popular music artists. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. But they have done so many different versions. Uh, interpolation? Is that how we right. call it? Uh, yeah, but but I don't know if it's so much... Because that that's when they actually take a piece. Okay, no, okay. You know all what right, I mean? Right. So, 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 so a, a lot of my been inspired by. Inspired by. Right. You know, and, There's and, and so maybe, many different ones. And maybe you can even say been inspired by that 80s sound. Yeah, but... That was but that synth pop but sound that was specifically that sounds like uh, Take On Me. Yeah. Um, And then, so, favorite for me is Divinals, I Touch Myself. Yeah. That was a one that I still love when I hear it. It just brings me back. And then, of course, Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. Yeah, so. Eddie Grant's is another guy that, you know, kind of just went on, did his own thing. I mean, he had his own studio and all the rest of this kind of stuff. So Eddie Grant's doing great. Right. You know, I don't feel sorry for Eddie Grant. <laughs> don't cry yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, matter of fact, Eddie Grant has taken a stance against, like, uh, streaming services and what they're playing artists oh, that he wow. don't think that it is fair. Mm -hmm. So you can't find his stuff online. Wow. Like that. So, you know, it's like one time I was looking to just add, you know, Electric yeah, Avenue, and I, I couldn't add it because of that. Wow. And I kind of looked it up, and it's like, no, he's taking a stance against streaming. Wow. So, you know, right on Eddie Grant, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. And the last on the list, which is what we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, mm -hmm. Kung Fu Fighting Carl Douglas. Yeah. So that was number 100. All right. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing that kind of surprised me is that, like, 
one of Kiss's biggest songs. It might be their biggest song. I, I probably have to fact check me on this. So, hey, you guys, you know, you need to be interacting anyway. <laughs> so let me know if, if I'm lying here. <laughs> but uh, I Was Made For Loving You, uh, the Kiss disco song, which from what I understand, you. Paul Stanley kind of wrote it as like a challenge. You know, ah, kind of saying, you know, I could write a disco, disco song. Yeah. I can do this. It don't take nothing to do this. And, you know, and they pull this thing. And he wrote it with Desmond Child. Oh, wow. So Desmond Child co-wrote uh, I Was Made it. For Loving You. Yeah. Know. And that's like Kiss's biggest hit. And I, and it's it's a polarizing kind of song, I think, among uh, the Kiss, Kiss Army, right? I was about you to know, say, is yeah. that, you know, there are people who love it and there are people that hate it because yeah. it's Kiss's disco moment. I love you know? it. But I love that part about it. I, I just think sometimes popular music could learn something about that disco era, you know, because there were people who did like ver their versions of disco songs, you know, so like, like, like the Rolling Stones would miss you. That's the Rolling Stones version of a disco song. Oh, but that, sounds like another that song is okay. is if you listen to it, it, you don't feel like the song the the Stones sold out. Right. right. You know, it's that song is quintessential yeah. the the Rolling Stones. Stones yeah. It's the yeah. Stones doing disco. disco. Yeah. And that's the way I thought about the Kiss song. Yeah. I thought it's still Kiss. Yeah. Doing this type of song, yeah, right? But it's you know, song I like, so. but it's not like they're kind of just changing things up to try to. Fit. It's like even when you think about and 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 maybe like uh, the Michael or let's take uh, "Shake Your Body Down to the Ground." That's more in the disco realm, right? right, right. But that is the Jacksons doing their take on disco. On disco. Yeah, right. You know that that's the way that they do it. Yeah. You know, or "Lady, You Bring Me Up When I'm Down." That's that was my song. that's the Commodores doing their take on disco yeah. you know i mean so it, it's it's that's we where know. i think we should do a playlist for that but that'll be a, def a different episode yeah. and that that oh, to yeah, me I was like the that. interesting aspect of that is that people had their or or do you think i'm sexy that's um uh, rock Stewart yeah, doing, doing his, his yeah. take on that yeah. you know and and, and 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 they're not just generic sound right songs, no. you know i mean as much as to me um i i, I think you I don't know. You can still see the artistry. Yeah. Them. So yeah. I you yeah. still feel their persona, their brand, or their yeah. Personality. They're just kind of doing they're this, the, yeah, this dance type of song, but yeah. they're not just completely selling out. Yeah. Selling out. So I, I'm saying that I would like to see, I guess, artists today. It's like yeah. if you're Drake and you're gonna take on Afrobeat, yeah. don't just sound like exactly. another Afrobeat oh, person, right. but do Drake, Drake do an Afrobeat, Afro you know, yeah, or yeah. or do. Uh, Beyonce doing Afrobeat, or whoever you're gonna be, you yeah. know, just remember to bring yourself to, to a song. You know, and I, I guess you could say that with this, uh, the Beyonce's last record, mm -hmm. that, you know, she, Trap. yeah, that she kind of added more of herself yeah. to it, yeah. you know, to yeah. say, okay, this is, this is my take mm -hmm. on that. Yeah. And I'm saying that I, that's the thing I think a lot of times we're missing. Yeah. With some of the newer artists when they take on yeah, certain they lose things. lose soul because they just give, yeah. give all themselves away and take on the other persona. Yeah, yeah, you can't lose yourself within yeah. it. You know, I, I still should be able to feel and, 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 and see you in it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so what do you guys think? Is being a one-hit wonder good or bad to you? What are your aspirations? We'd love to hear 
Put it in the comments below. And what else? And Altanium Flow. Uh, it is, we're on our, what, sixth single? Sixth single. Off of that. So it'll be so restless. So restless. And we'll be um, doing live a live stream, stream on that on the October, October 20th. 20th at 7 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. And that is a Friday. Oh, it is. Yes, indeed. So we hope to meet you all there. Yeah. And what else? Oh, t-shirts. Yeah, t-shirts. We got that, so got that kind of flow. stuff. Yeah. Then we got clouds. I'll put it on the screen, but yeah. clouds, t-shirts. So make sure you check that out. The links will be below. Yeah. If you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken grease.